Junkies, how's everyone doing? That was a weird Primus intro. That is the the opening track of the new Primus CD. Do you have it? Did you get it? It's fantastic. I actually, well, I got the um, I got the vinyl. No golden ticket. No, 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 the vinyl's on order. But when you order the vinyl, you can get the the download. Oh, okay. So I got the download already, and it's excellent. Nice, nice. It's it's uh, for those of you who don't know, it is, um their reimagination of the entire Willy Wonka soundtrack, the Gene Wilder mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. And it's it's not one of those car, those albums that you're going to rock out to in the car, but as an art piece, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're recording the podcast today on Monday, because I'm going to the Primus show tomorrow night. Nice. What's that, at the Palace? Palace the and Waterbury. Waterbury. There's yeah. still tickets available. They're doing, um, they're doing two sets. They're coming out and doing like... Uh, you know, you know the Primus greatest hits or whatever set they decide, mm-hmm. and then there's a small break, and then they're coming out and doing the entire Willy Wonka album uh, with the whole big stage production. That's awesome. That's so, really cool. Yeah, so that, I'm looking forward to that. I've I've only seen Primus once. I think it was the one year that they were on Ozfest. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them again because you know who knows how often they're going to come around anymore. Yeah, no, that's awesome though. Gonna be a good time. Enjoy, but you who had a had a good night last night. Oh man, let me tell you. Um, so yeah, I went to um, I went to the casino to see Motley and Alice Cooper. Uh, I'll just give you a quick rundown of everything. Um, the Raskins opened up. They're like uh, they're from New York. Mm-hmm. They're very like Guns and Roses ish, which is cool. Um, like leather pants, like just rocking out. Uh, their dr- their drummer was in White Lion for a little while. Oh okay. Um, Troy Farrell. Um, you know, they, it sucks because such a tight band, but there was like 40 people in the arena is at yeah. 645, that sucks. you know? So, um, 
Um, I'll talk about Motley first. Um, they, you know, honestly, they surprised me. Mm-hmm. They, um, their stage um, production was, you know, rival to a Kiss show wow. with the fire. And um, Nikki had a hanging microphone with a big pentagram in the middle. It like came from the ceiling. Yeah, and he shot fire out of his base and lit it on I fire. I did see a clip yeah. of that, <laughs> uh, and it was, um, you know, they this being the farewell tour, they touched on every era of the band. I mean, they played, they played on with the show off the first record. Nice. And they, I mean, they played everything you've want you'd want to hear from them from each of their records. Nothing off of Generation Swine though, but whatever. You see, uh, and yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't mind that album. Yeah, no, that's, it wasn't, it wasn't got a bad some good, record. Good stuff on it. Um, they like they you know that sucks. They just like omitted it. Yeah, they 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 played um they played two off of um Saints of Los Angeles. They mm-hmm. played the title track, and I'd much rather hear Generation Swine over Saints yeah, of Los Angeles. Yeah, um, because Generation Swine has a um, bitter pill on it. Yeah, and they could have played um, Afraid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a good track yep, off of that. That's a good. That's a good one. Um, Nikki sounded great. Uh, Mick looks dead, but oh, yeah, yeah, he just um. He sounded great, you know. Vince did he kind of just stay in one spot? All he night? did, he, but he, you know, they had um, they had little platforms, mm-hmm. so they would stand on those, and it would um, like illuminate neon lights behind oh, them, okay. so they looked like giants in mm-hmm. the background. Um, Tommy Lee was phenomenal. Nice. That guy is on point, mm. and he just played like he was killing those drums, and you know. We uh, once we do our drummers list, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's but, why they um, should come up soon. Yeah, um, but um, you know, Vince is Vince. He skipped a lot of words. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but you know, he's good. He got the crowd moving. <laughs> you know, he. How many times did he just point the mic into the audience and said, "You sing it"? <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot. Yeah, and he's like, "Let me hear you." Yeah. Um, I can't reach that note. Yeah. You do it. <laughs> he he um he he just omitted some notes altogether. Oh my god! Um, you know, like the um the ending of "Don't Go Away, Mad." Like oh, the, you know, at the know, end, does, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the little the scream. scream. Yeah, he just he just kind of stopped that. And um, they had um they finished up their encore. They came out. They had a small stage on the far end of the arena, mm-hmm. and um they did "Home Sweet Home." But the stage uh, lifted up oh, nice. in the back, probably like halfway up the arena. So that was pretty cool. Um, but Tommy's drum solo, man, like I was worried they weren't going to get that roller coaster in there. Mm-hmm. But the full thing, you know, it's spins as he's playing. You know, when, he, when I started to see friends post pictures online that the roller coaster was there, yeah. it made me wonder. I mean, because the, the Mohegan Sun Arena is a small arena. Yeah, that's like, why I was how, worried. How small were some of these other venues that they couldn't fit exactly. that in there? Yeah, because I mean, and, yes. and, and if that's the case, then why were they playing that small exactly. of, a, of a room? Yeah, because um, it's only a ten thousand seat arena. Yeah. I think maybe because it's higher, mm-hmm. you know, because they oh maybe was um, it, it went pretty much up to the ceiling. Yeah, but um, there was lights on the top of it, so he was the track. He was on the bottom part of the track. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he slowly spun and just played, um, you know, he played beats to a bunch of like hip hop. And um, I, we were talking before that. It was cool that they played um, Hooligans Holiday mm-hmm. to kind of give a little, you know, props to that John Karabi. Yeah, they give props to the John Karabi era, but not Generation yeah. Swine. <laughs> uh, but no, all in all, like Motley was good. Um, but. They do not hold a candle yeah. to Alice Cooper. <laughs> I, I, I oh, that was my God. Happen. It was Alice. 
was I, I think I, I picture Alice doing his set and then going backstage and just laughing. It's like, come on, top <laughs> like top that. He he had the full stage show. He had the guillotine. He um he electrocuted himself mm-hmm. and then a twenty foot Frankenstein came out at the end and they sang Feed My Frankenstein together. Um, what, did he, what did he have? An hour? He had a, just a just over an hour. Motley Crue did uh, two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was over by like 11. But another, I don't know if you saw this, um, Alice's encore was School's Out. Okay. And fucking Rob Zombie came out and sang with him. Oh, that yeah, makes, makes sense. He, he lives li- in yeah, Connecticut. he lives right down the street. Yeah. So, um, you know, they had um, Rob Zombie came That's out. That's pretty awesome. They had um, they had a bunch of clowns that for a second I thought was the guys in Slipknot because the masks were very similar. Oh, right. But it wasn't. I was just, well, uh, th- that might go along with because Rob Zombie's working on his new film. Yeah, the, thir- the 31 or whatever. Yeah, did called. you hear Did you hear what it's about? I, I briefly read uh, like a while ago I was reading it's, about it's it. It's supposed to be kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of like a, a hostile-esque kind of thing in, in where, you know, people get kidnapped, uh, but they're forced to battle uh, gladiator clowns <laughs> for a certain amount of time. Wow. And I, I think that that's amazing. Yeah. It's My wife's of- like, it's got clowns in it. I'm not going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I actually read an interesting article, not to get off topic yeah. real quick, but um, with Rob Zombie, because his new film that he's making, the one about the clowns, um, is fully is it was all fan backed. Oh, uh, it's like one of a, those. like a Kickstarter yeah. thing. And you know they interviewed him, and they're like, okay, well, why did you decide to go this route? And he made a lot of sense, and he, and he brought up some points that I haven't thought about. Um, so in the past, like especially you know things like Devil's Rejects, whatever, you know, you could find a studio to back that uh, because even if the studio didn't think that it was going to do well at the box office, they can kind of know that they can count on dvd and blu-ray sales to go through the roof and, and that's what devil's rejects did he mm-hmm. it didn't do very well at the theaters but it blew up on on dvd um nowadays dvds are starting going going the way of the cd yeah everything's everything's being downloaded online Streaming there's, there's not as yeah. much money so a big studio is not going to back rob zombie's next project mm-hmm. you know a horror movie that's not gonna that's not gonna be a blockbuster so this, the movies too is if, if it's not gonna be a blockbuster they're not gonna make it so it's either going to be a little indie film or, or either, I think we're going to start seeing more fan backed things. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. I mean, you get the, you get your name in the credits. Yeah, and stuff I actually like that. almost yeah. donated because like for fifty bucks you can get like an autographed poster yeah. and the money goes to. Uh, I think they're still taking donations, but I might uh, do that. If I yeah, could, you, yeah, you at least you know you get something for yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, you see your name. You know, on or, screen, or yeah, so. he was you know for a couple hundred bucks you were getting some uh, like uh, props from. I think uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. He had some some crosses that were used in the graveyard scene nice. and stuff like that. So I mean, you get stuff. So I think you're going to see some more uh, fan uh, fan back stuff. A lot. Well, a lot of people do their albums like that too. You exactly. Know? And you get that's how you got to do. You get the CD autographed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. But um, back but, to Alice Cooper. Well, I'm just all. In, I mean, honestly, like. All in all, Alice Alice owned the night. He and he knew it. The crowd. <laughs> He's knew probably it known too. it the whole tour. Um, but you know, it was um, Motley. I I give um I give him a ten on their production. Mm-hmm. I give him a which you, which you helped pay for. Yeah, with your expensive concert. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I, I give them a ten on their production and a seven on their performance, with the exception of Nikki and Tommy being mm-hmm. badass the whole time. 
Um, Alice gets tens across the board. He owned the crowd. He had he had us like this nice. from the beginning. Um, he, you know, the man cuts his head off every night. I right? mean, come on, it, it's just so cool to see. Um, and he like all the ghouls were out, and he had um, you know Nurse Rosetta come out, and you know he kills her. And now, do you think do you think once this tour is over, he'll go? Alice Cooper will go back out. On his own tour, yeah. No, he already said he is. Okay, uh, I th- he has. Um, he just put out a live album from the um, the last, not the Theater of Death, Death tour, the one he did after that. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I don't know if Alice is doing the full Motley tour because that's scheduled to go into 2015. Yeah, oh, that's right. But yeah, um, I'm this, sure he's not. He's doing, probably going to drop gonna, off. They're probably going to get yeah. a different opener. I, I think. Um, There's some ramblings about something like Alice had like 45 dates left on the tour. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know who else they're gonna get on there, but um, he'll definitely he'll he'll definitely go out one or two more times, and I will I will pay to see him again. That I'm was my. I'm wondering who they would get. I don't know. I mean, something I, of that caliber. You know, because because it's weird because you know Al- Alice Cooper, loving the death, he's not selling out huge arenas. No, he's more of a theater. Yeah, you know, exactly. like like the Palace Theater in Waterbury, or even like the Fox Theater mm-hmm. uh, up at Foxwoods. Um, that kind of attendance number so it's, it's it's weird to see if uh you know they just to, to find an act that's kind of like of the same caliber because motley won't put anybody in in before them that's like you know i don't want to say bigger than them because you know we, we could all you know make the the opinion that alice cooper is bigger than motley yeah Crew, i mean if this if this wasn't a farewell tour alice would not be opening for Motley right, Crew. right I so mean, it's like a question like would would say would say because I know they've gone out on tour before. Would say like Aerosmith opened for Motley Crue on their farewell tour. Even like um, like Manson or Rob Zombie, you know yeah. they they toured. They could tour with them, you know. They, yeah, Rob Zombie might could be a good. Yeah, fit. just or, yeah, because yeah, you can't really. Or maybe like a Motorhead. That yeah, like something in that vein. Yeah, would, would be great. That'd be cool. I'm trying to think like who was like as popular as the same time as Motley that would still fit. They were like the heaviest band around in that time. You can't put like poison with them. Or no, anything. yeah, exactly. You know, maybe you know if uh, like anthrax. If, or if, if if Skid Row ever yeah. decided to get back together, yeah, with Sebastian Bach, that would be perfect. Yeah, and a- anthrax would work too. Anthrax would work. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. In the upcoming year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got any news? Yeah, I got a couple of things. Um, I just want to remind everyone really quick that um, this. Um, Sunday, November second is the New Haven Record Riot oh, at yes. the um, the Annex, the one we went to mm-hmm. um, a couple a year or two ago or whatever. Um, it is from nine thirty to three thirty. It's uh, five fifty four Woodward Ave. Three dollar admission. If you want to get there at eight a.m., it's ten dollars. But yeah, you just it's three bucks and it's a good room. There's a lot of good vendors, tons of vinyl, CDs, DVDs. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try to get to that. We um. We uh, we uh, gasoline therapy unfortunately has to have a substitute. Um, oh yeah, you, you mentioned that. So that's our last rehearsal day. Mm-hmm. So if I get out of that early enough, I'm gonna I'll swing by the uh, the record riot. But we're working with uh, uh, a temporary drummer, Rob, who's fantastic. Nice. Uh, we just got to tighten up the set. I gotta go. I have to actually sucks, but I have to get up early and go because I got some stuff going on that day. <laughs> so we probably miss each yeah, other. Yeah, I'm only gonna go for like an hour. I just want to see if I could. Um score some thrash metal records mm-hmm. only spend like 40 bucks uh, we'll see um so yeah that's um this sunday um we'll post the link up on our facebook and don't forget the night before yes 
uh, November first. That's it's a uh, party. It's a party. We got uh, it's the Rock and Roll Junkies party. We got the Hymans, the Ramones tribute. Uh, <laughs> as I play with toys, uh, uh, the Hymans, which is a great Ramones tribute band, and uh, Teaser, which is a great Weezer tribute yes. band. And then I'll be spinning uh, rock and roll and other cool music in between sets. And then I think I'm going till like one o'clock in the morning. Awesome. And I will tell you, Anthony will not play anything that sucks. Because it's a rock and roll junkies party. I yeah, and well, that's like because because I DJ every Wednesday night too, and it's pretty much a rock party. Mm-hmm. And once in a while, like this past this past Wednesday, someone will come up to me and be like, you know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh, you know, you want to make a request, you know? He's like, I'm thinking something kind of thinking something something's gonna you know kind of get me going. I'm like, what do you got? <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, you got you got any Counting Crows? <laughs> I'm like, what? He's, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I don't really have anything against the Counting Crows, but it's kind of a bum out, yeah. you know, at the bar here. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna play around here? He's like, dude, you gotta play to your audience. I'm like, my audience doesn't want to hear <laughs> Counting Crows at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday night, yeah. you know. And, it, and I'm in the middle of playing like Van Halen yeah. and like some new um, Mastodon and stuff yeah. like that. And he comes out with Counting Crows. I love how you wrote on the flyer, um, just spinning music that doesn't suck. <laughs> yes, like, yes, I'll be great. spinning music that doesn't suck, and even even uh, on Wednesday nights, you know, as it gets the, uh, I, I finish up hosting trivia, and I say, I, I let everybody know, hey, stick around, um, you know, we we got beer pong, you can play beer pong, there's darts, you can play flip cup, whatever you want, and uh, I used to say I'll be taking your requests until midnight. Now it's like I'll be taking, I'll be selectively taking your requests <laughs> until midnight. Oh, that's funny. I though. become the uh, the the. Uh, the song Nazi. That's good though. You know, I like that. Kid comes up to me. He's like, "Got any third eye blind?" No. Yeah, I respect <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's cool. It's gonna be a good time. You know, we're just we're gonna hang out. I feel it's my duty to school some of the college kids on ro- what is rock and roll exactly, and 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 what can be kicked to the curb exactly. So, so if you come down uh, to the space, you might learn something. I um, will be playing music that doesn't suck. Yeah, and I will. I will selectively uh, mention your request to Anthony if you give them to me. Five finger death punch will not be played. Yeah, no counting crows. That's can't do it. Uh, last night, um, actually, this whole weekend was the Knot Fest. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was out with some friends last night, and actually, I got home and I was like, "Oh shoot, I forgot it was streaming." Mm-hmm. So I click on to uh, <laughs> I clicked onto the Slipknot website. Uh, just in time to see Five Finger Death Punch. Ah, uh, your favorite. I'm man. like, God damn it! So I did some work, and I went. I went back. I'm like, all right, maybe their set's over. Um, but actually, it, it was great because when their set was over, they replayed the Kill Switch Engage set oh, from early, setup time early in or the or day, which was great. And I'm watching this whole set. I'm like, how much longer till Slipknot goes on? Because they were the next band. And uh, it's funny. I, I went on Facebook, and it was like. It was like midnight, and Slipknot made a post, and it was like only one more hour till uh, till Slipknot takes the stage. I'm like, I'm not staying up. Oh, that's right. It's a time difference, right? Yeah. Where, where, where were they? In Iowa? Is that where they are? No, San Bernardino. Oh, San Bernardino. Uh, yeah, that's California. right. Yeah. So, um, so I said, forget this. I'm going to bed. So I woke up this morning, and actually, there was a guy on YouTube that has uh, both nights Slipknot's full sets oh, wow. on YouTube. I already put them up on uh, the Rock and Roll Junkies Facebook mm-hmm. page so you can check that out. Do it quick because I don't know if they're going to get taken down because yeah. they're not like official, yeah, gotta, but they're really well shot. They did two completely different sets both nights. 
So it's just like it's like a you know it's a it's a history of Slipknot and the uh, the new bass player and the new drummer killed it. Was it um was it an audience shot video? Or no, was no, it was, pro the, shot? It, was, it was the pro shot video from the stream. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I mean, the streaming was fantastic. Really, like, that's like, good. What I saw of Kill Switch Engage and what I saw of Five Figure Death Punch, it sh- it was shot fantastic. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, and ho- so hopefully they maybe they'll they'll make it available online. Uh, or somebody probably pirated it. It's on YouTube yeah, already, like, like the couple that I that I posted. But it was great. The only the only thing I had a problem with, and it sounded like they might have fixed this problem the second night. But um, Corey Taylor's new mask, it sounded at points like he was singing through a mask. Uh-huh, even yeah, even though like even that. though his his mouth is fully exposed. Uh, his mask uh, is, I think, it's a, th- a thicker rubber, and it comes out a little further, so it almost sounds like he's cupping his hands over the mic. So it kind of it sounds like he's singing through a mask. Uh, I didn't quite hear as much of that the second night, but uh, I'm hoping that's something that that they address because I don't want to hear him singing through a mask. And his nose is covered too, right? So wouldn't that kind of yeah? Like that might that might be, be a part a of it nasally. too. Um, I like his new mask though. Yeah, it it's pretty really cool. cool. It's, it's a two part mask. Yeah. He rips off half of it. Um, but yeah, so hopefully they're, they're going to fix that once they they kick off the official tour. There was a lot of um, a lot of promotion last night at the casino for the show you're going to in mm-hmm. December. So yeah, I can't wait for it's that pretty show. cool. It's gonna Sick. be bad. You get to see corn. It's like again. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'm, not, I'm not excited for that. Yeah. But if they're opening, maybe maybe they'll only get like you know the hour and. There's that other band opening too, minutes. right? Yeah, it's King, King eight eight ten or eight fifteen yeah. or something, you know. Which confuses me all the time because there's that other band King that I love, yeah. K Y N G. Yep. I love that band. And there's another one, The King. Is it? Yeah, yeah. like K, like a regular spelt regular. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But too too many. You know, they're running out. Kings. People are running out of, uh, uh, you know, names for bands. Yeah. Yep. Um, another just real quick too. Um, I, I'm guessing you won't you won't be able to make this. I won't be able to make it either. But um, uh, last minute news: we found out Jack White's going to be at Yale tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, which is awesome. They're doing a. Um, um, he will appear at Yale, the prestigious establish, establishment in New Haven, Connecticut. He's at it's at Bettel Chapel, yeah. right? I've uh, sang there. Yeah. Oh, really? When I was in uh, when I was in my my uh, my high school chorus, we sang there. It's, it's a, a nice. It's a nice room. Yeah, it's, 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 basi- I, it's a church. I saw pictures. It's of a it. church. It looks basically. really nice. But apparently, it's a roundtable discussion um, exploring the rise and fall of Paramount Records, um, which will include uh, music journalists um, Grail Marcus and Dean and Scott ba- um, Blackwood um, from Revenant Records. Uh, I guess Third Man is putting out like a box set mm-hmm. of all like Paramount stuff, and this is to coincide with uh, the Volume Three. That's coming out nice. uh, November eighteenth. Um, there's, I don't think we'd be able to get it anyway if we. Just I mean, showed the, up. the line is yeah, going to start the night before. It's first come, first it's serve. Jack it's White, free, man. right? Yeah, it's free. Yeah. So. Um, my my only thing was, maybe you could, where do you think Jack White might like go to lunch that day in New Haven? Or is someone going to be? You like, know, he might. He might be the kind of guy that wants to explore New Haven. Exactly. He wants pizza. Yeah. Or someone's going to be like, hey, listen. I mean, too bad Cutler's wasn't still there. He'd be over there. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, you know, I know it's a long shot, but, you know, maybe he there's open mic at the space that night. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jack White will show up. Yeah. You, I, you, you never know. And I tell you, if Jack White shows up and I'm not there, I will murder somebody. Yeah. So be prepared. Well, I'll be at Primus. Yeah. <laughs> 
you'll find out the next I'll, morning. I'll find yeah, out. You'll, you'll hear about it. it. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, if if you happen to get in there, um, sneak us some pictures, um, take some notes for us, and let us know because I'd be really interested to see, you know, that discussion. Oh, and uh, real quick, ninety uh, percent chance we have a guest next show. Oh, Nikki okay. Nikki from Toxic Holocaust is going to come in. Great. He wanted to do it today. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's uh, he's recording a band, and we both had kind of a long long weekend. <laughs> well, they yeah, I mean. I'm sure we'll talk about what went down with yeah, them. That's, he's pissed. It's, uh, if you don't know, uh, check out the uh, Toxic Holocaust Facebook page, and you'll uh, Joel uh, made a you know a, a very long, long post about exactly what happened on their South American tour and why it was cut short. But yeah. they're owed a lot of money. Yeah, basically, um, you know, working with. Um, you know, promoters in another country doesn't always go as you plan. Right, and, and, we, and we and we have a lot of South American. Listeners exactly. to this show, yeah. so you know you can hear it straight from Nikki yeah. from Toxic so Hear it from the source, and you know we'll clear up all that bullshit yep. because um, I mean Metal Sucks was reporting it, but they kind of like to throw that asshole spin on everything. They did, you know? they, and I thought it was a real dick move yeah, that they, they kind of turned it around on the band. Yeah, I mean what what Joel said made sense, mm-hmm. and you know I believe Joel. I've he's, I've talked to him a bunch of times. He seems like mm-hmm. a great guy, and you know yeah, you've known Nikki longer than I have, so if it's you know, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get the real story yep. when when we get him in here. So, and we'll see if he's got any fun tour stories. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Got some a uh, couple of new new releases that are in the works. Uh, looks like Tool is going to be coming out with Ooh. a new album. Uh, there was a, a photograph posted of them uh, in the studio, and I guess uh, Maynard was in the photo as well, which is odd because. Mm. Um, he doesn't really do anything as far as the writing of the albums. Uh, from what I understand, the guys in the band write the entire album. They almost record the entire album, and then Maynard comes in and 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 writes vocals for it. You know that that that's all he does. He doesn't, he doesn't have much to do with the writing process. But so yeah, he doesn't really this even might hear be, a lot of it before. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's so insane. this might be a, a more uh, conglomerate uh, effort. Uh, actually, he says, uh, "I have a quote from Keenan. He says, I don't write the music." He says, uh, uh, my bandmates write the music. I wait for them to bring the music to me. <laughs> they tend to go back over and over stuff. It's a long process, and he basically doesn't want to be a part of that process. He just wants to see the finished product and say, okay, I'm going to put the uh, the um, vocals over it. But what I didn't know is... Now, Tool's first album came out when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And it's going back 20 years. And saying, this this album will be Tool's fifth studio album really it's five albums in wow. 20 years that's not yeah that's that's pretty low it is yeah so, and it, you know and, and you know they're a huge band yeah it's the, just one and it's one of those uh i don't know it, it's it's a good thing or it's it's a bad thing i think it's a good thing that they did not uh you know oversaturate mm-hmm. the last 20 years yeah i mean every album they put out is brilliant yeah so i mean and i've seen their show the show's always good yeah, I, I, w- I would love to see them. I, I, I don't know if, it, if it's true, but doesn't he um, doesn't he kind of stand off to the side the when, last, when they play? The last time I saw them play, this it was actually the um, it was the very last concert ever at the New Haven Coliseum. Nice. Uh, before they tore it down. It was it was there was two nights. There was the um the last concert ever there was Tool, and a few days later 
Uh, the last event there was uh, WWE wrestling. Oh wow! Uh, but I was there uh, for the last Tool show and uh, and I reviewed it. And yeah, you you know he had the band on stage, he had a great light show and everything else. And Maynard basically sung behind a curtain all night. All you saw was his silhouette. That's crazy. That's it. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a bad show, but I, mean, I would have liked. He, he didn't exactly do much to interact with the crowd. Well, they were always kind. Of, I mean, they were like never in their videos. Yeah, they were always know, kind they of just a, wanted you know, it to be about elusive. the music. Yeah, you know, which um, you know, I, I, I respect that. But it was fantastic. I mean, there there wasn't much to see except you know for the crazy light show, which was awesome. Yeah, was very cool holograms and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the the band didn't. Uh, you know. There was kind of like that 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 wall there. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe the crowd was there, maybe the crowd wasn't there. They were just kind of doing it for themselves. No. But I'll go see Tool again. Yeah, a good show. absolutely. Uh, before I forget, I forgot to mention earlier, and I know you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Um, last night at the show, fuckers with their cell phones. Oh, was right. it ridiculous? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. When I took a picture of Alice's stage. Yep. I took a picture when the band started. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of Motley's stage, mm-hmm. and I took two pictures during their set. Yeah, and, and you, I watched then you put it. the phone away. That's it. I put yeah. it in my pocket. You wanted to absorb it. There was a girl standing behind me, filming the show, like the entire thing, using my shoulder as like a tripod. Oh my god! And she's like, "Am I in your way?" I'm like, "Yeah, bitch, you are." <laughs> like, I'm trying to watch Motley Crue, and she's like, "I'll be done in a minute." I'm like, yeah, "I'm gonna fucking punch you!" <laughs> but every everyone looking at their phones. Fucking yeah. Alice Cooper's on stage. You know, they're texting a couple. There was a couple like embraced in each other's arms, like looking at Instagram, oh like sitting God. like everyone sat. Down. Like, what did you just drop a hundred dollars like, a exactly. ticket for? You know, I mean, to watch it through a little screen. And there was there was a couple in my section. We were in um we were in 116 mm-hmm. up on the side. Uh, uh, I paid about with taxes. It was like 110 for the ticket. Mm-hmm. They claim, I don't know if it's true, that they paid $600 for two tickets. Well, they sat the whole show. Aftermarket, I don't yeah. know, you know, maybe. Yes, we uh, we bought them the, in January when they went on sale. Right. So, but they, they sat the whole show and were on their phone. So I'm like, there's... Then why did you, yeah, why did you even come? You know, it's it's so ridiculous. I hate that. It's, I just got an email. I got offered free tickets. Actually, my wife and I both got offered free tickets from uh, Mohegan Sun. Not Mohegan, um, Foxwoods. MGM. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the the Stone Temple Pilots show on Halloween didn't sell. So oh, with Chester, yeah, singing. Didn't yeah. Sell. And I'd like to see it, but I don't feel like spending my Halloween. Uh, yeah, at the MGM theater, you know, spending a bunch of cash. But uh, yeah, I guess that didn't sell so well. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing a great job. I've heard it. I've heard some of the stuff. It's not bad. You know, but, you fans know. are tough. You know, they if it's not Scott Weiland, then then they don't want to go see him. Yeah, but uh, see how that goes. Uh, I'm sure you have this written down. Uh, Jack Bruce, yeah, has passed. Yeah, sad news. In Legendary the rock world. Cream bassist. You know, good riffs. You know, yeah. You know, White Room, all that, everything. You know, he it's died. Sunshine uh, of your love, man. It's yeah. He died at the age of 71 on Saturday, October 25th. So, did they release anything about what, like was he sick? I didn't, I didn't see anything. I didn't. No one. They didn't really. But you know, se- 71. Yeah. You know something. Something was probably you know an illness of some sort. All our all our guys are dying, man. All the I know. people it's, we grew it, up know, listening it, to. It's it's gonna, it's going to start happening more and more yeah. now, and it's making me nervous. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Jack Bruce and Cream, you know Eric Clapton, Ginger Baker. I mean, 
what better three musicians mm-hmm. can you put in a band? I know together power trio. Yeah, like one of the the first like real successful big, like, you know, big power, trio. power trios. So, but yeah, so Jeff um, Bruce. Oh yeah! In addition to new music being made by Tool, um, Danzig, yes, has a yep. lot of stuff in the works. Yep. Uh, apparently, he has um, his Elvis tribute uh, coming out that we've uh, discussed before. He's working on a brand new Danzig record, and he's also working on uh, some music for The Walking Dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, he, he, I guess he's recently become a fan of The Walking Dead. I guess he only he only knew of the comic book. He started getting into the series. Yeah. And uh, he's writing at least one track for The Walking Dead. So. <laughs> I don't know Is that Ken mic, Jong? I don't know if the mic picked that up. Yeah. Somebody's phone's going off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not drinking beer this morning. We're, no, we're recording early, this yeah. at 1144. I just need my caffeine. I have water. But yeah, uh, so so do some uh, some Walking Dead. And he said maybe he'll end up, even end up, uh, you know, on Talking Dead. That'd be cool. See, he put that out there, so now yeah. they'll probably invite. Yeah. I don't know if they would have invited him otherwise. Slash was on there last night on Talking. Oh Dead. yeah, I didn't see it though. I'm not caught up yet. I I, I finally, finally, I am caught up. I I saw the season opener. That was good. and that's it. So I got two episodes okay. to catch up yep. on. Season opener was badass. Season opener was badass. Yeah. My my wife was like, that was the most brutal episode yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> it was. So, so right off the jump. And and you know what? And um, I binged watched season four mm-hmm. uh, on Netflix and the music's getting better in that. Yeah, show. it is. You know, they need to release another, uh, you know, music from Walking Dead because I find myself um, shazamming the TV, mm-hmm. wanting to know who th- what this artist yeah. is. They, I don't know if you saw um, they have uh, they have it on picture disc vinyl at Hot Topic, mm-hmm. the soundtrack for The Walking Dead. So it's pretty cool. Speaking of picture discs. Ah. Apparently, I don't know if you know this, Black Friday oh, is yeah. like record store day two. Yeah, now. exactly. There's a shitload of releases. So I saw day. the list, yeah. and I am going to be. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going to be Black Friday because they got a Mastodon picture disc of the new album coming out. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack on cassette, on right? Cassette. <laughs> yeah. um, Big Lebowski uh, soundtrack is going to be available on vinyl for the first time. There's a whole bunch of cool releases. There's a re-release of the Dead Milkman. There's a re-release of Faith No More. A lot of cool stuff. Is so, that like online or actually at like the record stores? Well, you can you you can see the list online. Oh, but you it, but you, you know, have to go to the record store. Go, okay, yeah. Um, and so I'll probably be in line at Red at Scroll, Red Scroll yeah. and you know they obviously they won't have everything, but they'll yeah. they'll have enough that uh, hopefully you know. I'll get some more. I'll get. I'll get a better pickings than I did actually on regular yeah. store day. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm gonna have to uh, partake in that. There's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I got to hear uh, the Foo Fighters are finally releasing songs off their new album. Yeah, I heard the, the Sonic first, the first Sonic two Highways. Of them. I think they're. If you go to if you go on iTunes, I think they're making the songs available for download as each show yeah, airs. Yeah, because I don't th- I didn't see them yet, but I think they play it at the end of each of the episodes or something like that. So right, so the latest one that they released was uh, Feast Feast in the Famine. Mm-hmm. Um, so they released that song. Uh, so it's it's good. What I hear so far is good, and yeah. uh, and uh, Sonic Highways will be uh, available November tenth. Nice. Yeah. That's all I have for news. Anything in there? Um, Nothing really exciting. I just wanted to mention this was a funny article. Um, (laughs) Apparently, some people online fell for a scam involving Brett Michaels. Did you see that? I did not. Well, 
day. <laughs> um, someone posing as Brett Michaels um, emailed, got a bunch of emails off of his Facebook page and emailed them and <laughs> asking them to help Brett move a large sum of money from one account oh to another. God. And like a hundred people fell for it. <laughs> so they. What they, does that say about <laughs> Brett Michaels fans? They lost, like, it was a total of like $49,000. Oh my God. So <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but that's just stupid. And if you fall for that at this day and age, then you're a fucking moron because. I don't uh, answer yeah. any emails or anything like that. I'm sure Brett Michaels needs some help moving a large sum of money from one account to it. That's based, that's exactly how they <sighs> describe it. Um, they they got their phone numbers from Facebook. They mm-hmm. were calling them, pretending to be Brett Michaels. Yeah, Brett Michaels called them directly, right. yeah. asking for help. Uh, they text people. Um, you know, they. <laughs> I, I I I just laughed when I read it. I was like, these guys are idiots. That's awful. Yeah. So, Brett Michaels fans, smarten up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Last show, we asked you to email us your top five deep cuts. Yeah, I did, like this one. Did you get any emails? Uh, no. Well, let me double check because <laughs> I told um, I told people we were um, taping early this week. I got one. This was a tough one. It really, it really uh, forced people to to think maybe more so than they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, deep cuts. So we were looking for your top five uh, deep cuts. These are songs off of uh, albums that uh, were not singles you know or maybe a b-side or maybe an obscure song or something to that effect mm-hmm. um something you you know that uh the average radio listener might not have heard yeah no i got nothing yeah but i, I got do. uh well pete sent one but um he just listed the bands he didn't list the songs by the bands so pete what are you doing man yeah well, i mean <laughs> we didn't party that hard last night so your homework is unacceptable <laughs> Um. <laughs> um, no, but I got uh, I got from Dave uh, his uh, his top five deep cuts, and he says, uh, "Well, my list isn't really cut that deep. You probably know all the songs, but my criteria I used was uh, the Hughes bands that he loves and the songs that were never released as a single A side or B side. So his number five uh, he has a tie with uh, In the Light and Going to California by Led Zeppelin. Nice." Nice. Uh, number four, Fade to Black by Metallica. That wasn't a single? Well, here's the thing. I thought a lot about Metallica. And I don't think that anything by Metallica was a single before one. That's true, yeah. No, you're I mean, right. yeah. they just they just released albums, you know, and, and, and you know, I, I don't think they, they consciously released singles yeah, like they, they had, did on the Black yeah, album. They had no radio play at all for exactly. the first three records, so... Uh, Dave's number three is uh, Rocket Queen by Guns N' Roses. Number two, Don't Let Me Down by The Beatles. Oh, that's a great song. See, I know so much Beatles music, but obviously we didn't grow up in that era, so I, could, I couldn't even tell you what was a single or not. Yeah, I it's definitely tough, have to there, look that so, stuff yeah, up. Yeah, there's so many of them. Uh, his number one, King of the Nighttime World by Kiss. Nice. That's, yeah, that's a great song. I had a feeling that was going to be his number one. Yeah. So, um... Do you have a list? I do. I don't have any honorable mentions. Neither I do I, I because went, once I yeah. thought about what I was, I was like, I was like, uh, I can't think of anything else. It was tough for even for me. My um, my first uh, five, four, and three are all from the same band. Uh, my number five is "I Stole Your Love" by Kiss. Uh-huh. I love that song off of Love Gun. Um, 
from the uh, first record, uh, number four is 100,000 Years. Uh, number three is King of the Nighttime World by Kiss. That's just such a great song, man. I, I just I just love that song. You and Dave are in sync. We are. Uh, we are. Uh, once we became related by marriage, <laughs> we started thinking a lot alike. Um, my number two is 10 Seconds to Love by Motley. Um, I'm sure they played that last night. They actually, that was the one song they didn't play. They did off not of, play. They played everything else off of Shout at the Devil. Wow. Except that. They even played the in the beginning speech before uh, yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. at the Devil. So uh, those of you that have seen Sweet Lucy know that <laughs> um, people thought we wrote that song. That's how, how good it is. Um, my number one is Rocket Queen by Guns N' Roses. Uh, I can't think of a better example of a song that on a record that wasn't released that just kind of ties that whole record together. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just the way it was recorded. It's like two songs in one. I mean, you got live sex on the recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just, it, it, <laughs> it has a little of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything on that song. So um, that's my top five. All right. Uh, let's see. My top five. Yeah, I did not have any honorable mentions. Uh, my number five was uh, the Ramones. Somebody put something in my drink. Oh, that's good. Good. I play that song a lot. You'll probably hear it on uh, Saturday. Good, good. Uh, I kind of did a three-way Guns N' Roses tie for number four with uh, My Michelle, Rocket Queen, and Think About You. Nice. You know, nice. all for Appetite. Yeah. You know, I mean, that whole album could have been, a, you know, everything on that album could be could have been a singles. But mm-hmm. in 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 looking that up, uh, there was only four singles off yeah. of that, and one was Night Train, which I didn't even reala- realize was a single. Well, so it was Jungle, Sweet Child, Paradise Night- City, and Night Train. Those oh, were the wow. singles. Wow. That's crazy. So you know you can even work in uh, Mr. Mr. Brownstone. It's so easy. Yeah, yeah. Any anything off that record. Yeah. Wow. Uh, My number three. It's a guy uh, I actually saw at Cafe Nine this week. Dan Byrne. Oh, I miss that. Now the you're gonna have to look this up because it's a it's a really amazing song. It's a big downer. It's called uh, "Kids Prayer" by Dan Byrne. And uh, quick story about this. Uh, Back. 15 years ago when I first got turned on to uh, Dan Byrne, I, I, I got to see him twice at the tune in, in New Haven. And the second time he played this song. Uh, it's it, it, it's a long song. It's about eight minutes long. The first half is big, big downer. Uh, it actually, I think he wrote it after Columbine. Uh, it's about school shooting. But then the second half is kind of like uplifting about like the children and, and everything else. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful song. Um, so after that show, you know, 15 years ago, I went up to some of his people. I'm like, where can I find this song? And they're like, well, it's, it's not really recorded. You know, he did a live thing for a radio station and they, and they, they gave those away and it is not on any Dan Byrne albums, but you can find live clips and uh, a couple of the radio clips on YouTube. Um, it's out there and it's definitely worth a listen. So it's kids prayer It's called kids prayer by Dan Byrne who was uh, amazing at Cafe 9 on uh, on Thursday night. And he, he comes around here because he was just here like a couple months ago, wasn't he? So I he don't comes... know because this is the first time I've seen him in 15 years. So oh, I thought maybe... you saw him another time. No, maybe I just haven't, um, I haven't, you know, kept up with, you know, where he's where he's going to be, but I happened to see it on the Cafe 9 list. Okay, so. nice. So that's why we went. Uh, number two, I got another tie. Uh, Motley Crue's On With The Show. Nice. And all in the name of rock. Oh no, they, they played that. Did they? they? And on with the show too. They they played Anarchy in the UK too, which is great. Nice. Now the, I always think of uh, all in the name of rock because uh, 
and not a lot of people remember this movie. It was in the movie like Father Like Son with Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron. <laughs> you know, it was one of those role reversal movies where they switch bodies, and as, and as soon as they switch bodies, you know, Motley Crue starts yeah. playing. <laughs> of course. Uh, and my number one, you know, is is the one I is is it's my go to um, deep cut. I just love the song. Is uh, Warrant's Mr. Rainmaker. You know, this is why I love you. <laughs> that, that's a great. That's a great choice. That's off of Dog Eat Dog, isn't it? No, it's so, off of uh, Cherry Pie. Oh, that's right. Okay, my bad. Yeah, and it's fucking killer song. Yeah, and that, I'm gonna play that. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's in that's my. A, yeah, that could. I'm gonna play that uh, on the show. That doesn't really fit the Cherry Pie mold on that like cheese that record. It's got like a lot of cheesy songs on it. You know, it's good. Yeah, no, it's a it's good song. super awesome. So with that, we might as well segue into some music. Yeah, I'll play Mr. Rainmaker. Let's do it. Let's see warrants. Let me type it in here. Warrants. <laughs> All right. Off of Cherry Pie, this is my number one deep cut. It is Warrant's Mr. Rainmaker. Check it out.
Mr. Rainmaker. Badass song, man. I like that. Such a good tune. Fade out. The, the classic eighties or the early nineties, late eighties fade out. Love it. Love it. So um I'm gonna start off with uh one of mine from my list. Uh probably my favorite Motley Crue song. Um Anthony and I have played this song countless times. Mm-hmm. Uh love it. And I um, actually I actually out of nowhere, um I was uh, I was a uh, tweaking my amp yesterday at band practice and I played the riff. Nice. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, this is off of um, Shout at the Devil. It's a um, very underrated track. Um, It's a good fist pumper. So this is uh, 10 Seconds to Love by Motley Crue. Check it out.
Yes. That's a song to listen to with the top down. Yes. Oh, good times. Good times. I know. That was a good song. Yeah. We got to play that Saturday. That's my request. Oh, yeah. I'll play that. Hell yeah. We selectively choose that as a request. Uh, So in honor of me going to see Primus uh, uh, tomorrow night, uh, I decided to play something off the new album, uh, which is Golden Ticket. Nice. This is Golden Ticket from Willy Wonka. This is Primus's own take on it. And it'll give you a good idea of what the rest of the album sounds like. I urge you all to go get it because it's awesome. Nice. Um, you know, it's probably one of those albums that you want to be high when you listen to it. And I'm sure the show tomorrow night, you're going to want to be high <laughs> watching it because I've seen some of the clips of what the stage show looks like with the Oompa Oompas coming out and everything else. And That's it's, 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 it's going to be like a trip. I might buy that record today. It's quite fantastic. It's on chocolate colored vinyl if you get the vinyl. Yeah, yep. And uh, yeah, you see, there's a, a golden ticket in five albums five across albums. the over the world, whatever. There's going to be five golden tickets that'll get you uh, lifetime tickets to any Primus show. Yeah. But it kind of it kind of bummed me out if that album with a golden ticket is like sitting on a record shelf for years. Yeah, in the back room of some the stock room. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, All right, so this is Primus' version of the Willy Wonka classic, Golden Ticket.
Primus. <laughs> that was awesome. It was very trippy. Very trippy. So yeah. now you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward to that show. Uh, let's see. I have, um, I got some, uh, some new music also for my other pick. Um, Billy Idol just put out a new record. Um, it's called Kings and Queens of the Underground. And it coincides with his new book, too, yeah. that he has out. Yep. So um, I chose um, the the first single. It's um, it's pretty rocking. It's a good track. Uh, it's Billy Idol. So um, this is called Postcards from the Past. So listen. If the world keeps turning and the mind keeps burning Can you feel the passion? Can I make it happen once again? Now I'm running in times that are frightening But I won't let that break me I won't let that take me down again So you know my story Well I'll tell you a secret Inside I was hurting Inside I was crying out for more Now I'm rolling through streets that are empty To find my destination Will you touch my fascination once again?
Yeah. I like that ending. That's badass. Still going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was killer. Yeah, Billy Idol, man. Postcards from the past. Yeah, I looked up his tour. He's not doing too many dates, but maybe uh, maybe after the winter uh, he'll do a few more. He's getting up there in age, isn't he? Yeah, I think it's like 60. He still looks good. Yeah. I hope I look that way at 60. Yeah, I hope I'm alive. He has all his hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, nice. um, yeah, so that's it, man. Um, Let's see. Oh, top five. Top five oh, for yeah, uh, two weeks. We never talked about that. So uh, a few weeks ago, we asked for your top five overrated bands. So yeah. now we're going to ask you for your top five underrated bands. Should be a little uh, little easier. A little easier. You know, a, lot of, a lot of the stuff we listen to is uh, kind of underrated. So yeah, should be cool. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I was out at the bar last night. Who was it that sent us the uh, top five... Uh, bass players and their number one was toby from ko dot i was pete oh yeah so yeah. Uh, my wife uh uh let toby know that and he thought and he thought it was absolutely awesome nice nice yeah. so uh, next time uh next time he's in town uh i'll let pete know and we nice. I'll, I'll go hang out and have some drinks with uh toby from nice. ko dot nice so he was flattered by that nice that's awesome cool yeah so we're looking for your top five underrated bands and don't forget this uh this saturday the uh, november 1st it's a costume party, too, if we didn't yeah. mention. Costume party with the Ramones tribute band, the Weezer tribute band, and I'll be DJing. Uh, it's the Hymans and Teaser and myself. Uh, it'll be $5 at the door if you're wearing a costume or $8 at the door if you're not wearing a costume. It's the the inaugural Rock and Roll Junkies event. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, so hopefully get some heads out there. And the Outer Space is a great place. They have amazing beers. There's over 60 or 70 different beers. Uh, so if you're a beer fan, that's incentive enough. All right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else to promote. That's it. We're done. All right. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Send your uh, send your emails to uh, rockandrolljunkies at yahoo.com and uh, check us out on Facebook and spread the word. See you this weekend. Peace.